transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. You know it. We know. <laughs> we had to. Uh, <clears throat> we had to augment plans a little bit for this episode. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we've had to. We've had to call an audible before. You know. Yeah. And uh, we had. We originally had something else planned. I'm not going to give that away because I'm. You know. We'll save it. We'll save it yeah. for another episode. We'll save it for the future. But we did come up with a backup plan for 75 and it's really like one of those movies that when we came up with this podcast was on a short list of this movie would be perfect oh absolutely so absolutely excuse me uh 19 it's 1997 i believe this this movie came out 1997's jack frost and no it is not a family friendly child's movie this movie uh, <laughs> is redonkulous. <laughs> this one. Yeah, it's like they're, they're like always hand in hand because the you know 1998 was the a uh, 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 family friendly one, and I every <laughs> couple of months I see this like you know I'm not really on social media, but I'm on Instagram. Mm. Every couple of months I see this. It's like a meme, um, and it's like uh, uh, I remember causing havoc at blockbuster switching these two dvds and then <laughs> yeah. and then you i hear stories sometimes about people that were like you know i was a kid thinking we i was getting jack frost the family version and getting this movie and just being traumatized and i'm just like <laughs> what a weird fucking like coincidence that yeah, two like, movies with the same title and like very very similar plot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, it really is like it's like I don't know. It, <laughs> the the dead giveaway though is like it, it has to be the cover, right? Like, oh, I, I, hope I so. I remember that cruising through the cruising through the old Hollywood video in East Wenatchee. Oh uh, yeah. Like the Jack Frost cover for this horror movie is is like. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's like a like a skeletal snowman face it's with like sn- yeah, snow fangs and all this shit. Snow fangs. Snow fangs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but true, like, though. yeah, but but I mean, what a little fucking prankster you have to be to like swap, like take the V, like take the the VHS out or whatever and put it in like with the Michael Keaton version or something, well, you know? And I, I could you like it's not outside the realm of possibility to think that a, an employee at that time could have accidentally grabbed the wrong Jack Frost too. Like the other True. way you could have, you could have went to rent the horror one and got home and, Oh, why the fuck I'm watching this like fucking shitty Michael Keaton movie. Like, <laughs> I mean like that movie is a train wreck in itself in the way where it's like, it's literally a movie about Mike, Michael Keaton plays a dad, like a musician. He's always on the road and he's a, <laughs> he's a bad father to his son. And, like he's like, not like, like he beats him or anything. He's just ne- like pretty neglectful. Cause he's neglectful. living his own life. Yeah. And he's just like, he learns to be a better dad after he dies and turns into a snowman. <laughs> like, it's such the most ridiculous 
movie. It's such a like, fucking wild premise. Like, I hope he got a payday for that. You Dude, know what for I mean? real, for real. I mean, but like you said, this movie's not that, uh, not that different. I mean, in, in terms of like, I mean, it's different, but it's, it's, it's still like, it's about a, an individual who turns into a snowman. I do think real quick, before we hop into the movie, I will say one thing real quick though. I do think it's cool that this one came out first instead of the opposite, where if it would have been opposite, people would have said, oh, this is like a horror ripoff of yeah. Jack Frost, but they did this one first. And as wild and ridiculous as it is, it's original. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's ab- it, it is it is ab- actually like quite quite original for uh what it, like the type of movie, you know? Like I, and that's a good point though. Like it really would have if it was the opposite way, this movie would have been ripped like as oh, as yeah. like a a, a parody a or something, yeah. you know? Parody, thank you. Um but yeah, I mean this this movie like it even opens up with such charm like in in this way like you listen to like the narrator or not narrator but oh, whatever it most, is at the beginning the, but the voices are especially like the girl like the little girl it's one of the most <laughs> annoying really voices. Is. Tell me a story. Like, I can't even like replicate it, but yeah, can you tell me a story. <laughs> like it's so like that's not what it sounds like. It's annoying, but yeah and, and that's but that is like you know it's the it's like this whole like uh sequence of like shots of like uh you know like christmas decorations on a tree and kind of or, or whatever but it's like this adult telling this child about this maniac killer right <laughs> i did like i did like uh i'm a huge fan of creative um like title sequences and credit sequences so i thought it was cool how it was the ornaments and it would be the actor's name you know like i thought that was cool that that was pretty cool and the person that did the narration for the uncle is actually the director um michael cooney who directed uh he's most known for um the movie identity that came out in uh 2003 it has you know, uh, John Cusack in it, Ray Liotta, Amanda uh, Pete. It's the one about um, a hotel, and this person has all these split personalities, and you find that out at the end. Oh, that like it's like fourteen at room fourteen oh eight or something like that. Is that the movie? No, that but that's another movie with John Cusack in a hotel. That's based <laughs> off of a, a Stephen King short story. <laughs> okay, but anyway, Michael Cooney's best known for Identity. He's the director of this movie, and he narrates the uncle telling this gruesome yeah and and it's funny because if you don't pay attention you might like learn some of the actual backstory of who jack frost was he was a serial killer that was apparently cutting up people and putting them into the pies at the uh pie factory he was working at and that's that's... (laughs) 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 like that shit's crazy (laughs) in itself dude (laughs) (laughs) like it's incredible fucking crazy like he's like the uh oh my god what's that what's that johnny depp movie Uh, the sweeney todd sweeney todd like uh yeah and yeah you basically that's what you kind of learn like the like the background of this of this like notorious serial killer like you were saying jack frost uh a couple like random things i want to throw up about uh about this really quick before we 
continue to yeah. go in. Um, this work. movie does have a sequel titled Jack Frost oh, yeah. 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> you never and see that it's ridiculous. Much like Jennifer Aniston getting her start in uh, ah. Leprechaun, this this movie was the first movie, the first film that the actress Shannon Elizabeth was featured mm -hmm. in. You know what's weird too is that, you know, this is her first movie. It's her first nude scene. Um, she's obviously most infamous for American Pie, mm -hmm. that cr that great nude scene, and she had gotten Nadia. Like, Nadia, yeah, she had gotten breast implants before the nude scene in American Pie. Oh, um, and anyone that's in our generation that was a teen at that time and was a horny teen, you know, is very, very familiar with American Pie and oh, yeah. Nadine and, or Nadia in that great scene. <laughs> but yeah, yes, man. it's her, it's her, yes, you're right. It's her uh, feature film debut. So yeah, man, uh, which is kind of fun. I, I always and, think it's kind of, it's kind of funny to see where people start, you know? The only other person that's slightly recognizable is, um, Christopher Alport that plays the sheriff. Oh, um, yeah. Like, I can't really pinpoint what he's been in, but I've seen him before. But besides him, the rest of the count, the rest of the cast is essentially just Joe Schmo. Um, yeah. But the girl that plays Marla, the uh, 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 like, um, at that works at the the, uh, the deputy, the sheriff station, she looks an awful lot like Adrian Barbo. Like, it's almost Yo. one of those like. You bleed, you like cover one of your eyes, like you could just, you could swear it's Adrian Barbo. Like they look a lot alike. Definitely, dude. That that is a good call. Uh, the only thing that I recognize, looking up Christopher Alport, uh, his kind of like some of his filmography. Mm -hmm. One of them he's credited as is uh, apparently he was in the movie Dead and Buried. Oh, that's uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, and that yeah, I, I'm like trying to picture him now in it, but. Yeah, so he was in that. He also was in the sequel. Uh, yeah, yeah to, yeah. to to this movie and a litany of other things. Apparently, he has passed away. But, oh, uh, but yeah, that like he was like the only other person that I kind of recognized from something. It must have been Dead and Buried that I recognized him from. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good movie, man. So, kind of like past that like opening sequence where you sort of learn the best some of the some of the history of Jack Frost. <laughs> uh, you got you get kind of thrown into this scene where um jack is being transported in like this like prison transport to his execution yeah and it's it. like a wild <laughs> snowstorm is happening <laughs> the side of the truck says state executional transfer vehicle <laughs> <laughs> Just so there's no mistake uh, and i love it it's like like you said it's literally like this awful awful snowstorm right before midnight you don't think they could have like like held this off until the next day <laughs> that's what I, yeah it's uh, it's uh, like uh, you know it's so bad like one of the drivers at one point makes a joke where he's like <laughs> he's like well you know jack's got it kind of good because he doesn't have to drive back through this thing oh yeah <laughs> like because they're like they're like huddled together, like looking through just a small little area of the windshield. Like, yeah, like dude. I'm saying, what a stupid fucking time to transport this nefarious, uh, you know, criminal. Anyway, I'm just yeah. I'm thinking too much on it. Um, 
but yeah, he's in the back of the truck and there's a cop sitting next to him who refuses to give him a cigarette. <laughs> which, how about a smoke? How about, yeah. <laughs> he says that line later too. It's pretty funny. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We also learned that they're crossing Snowminton County line, which <laughs> I didn't do any research, but I'm pretty sure is <laughs> not a real place. <laughs> no. Um, and this is where they talk about how he went on this, you know, nationwide killing spree and some, you know, small town sheriff is the one that, you know, caught him. So, yeah, yeah. Same tiller. Got him. Got the man. Uh, but, you know, there's a couple of things that happen. He doesn't he doesn't meet. He doesn't get to his execution destination. No. He uh jack actually seemed he asks the guard sitting next to him for a smoke and then the next time you see him he has his foot on the that guard's neck mm -hmm. and he uh like crushes the dude's fucking throat or whatever with his heel and then like sort of sh like i can't remember exactly what causes the accident though like it's the uh it's this the gcc genetic research oh, truck that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh fuck me running yeah they're in the middle of a snowstorm and a what a premise uh 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 uh, 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 uh tr execute transport van um crashes headfirst into a GCC genetic research truck <laughs> and the truck catches fire, but doesn't explode. No. Um, <laughs> and the driver of the transfer truck, you know, hobbles out injured and notices that, you know, Jack's missing out of the back of the truck. He turns around to see Jack and just about as Jack, you know, presumably is about to murder this man. Um, he gets blasted in the face by whatever we, and we learn a little bit more about what this genetic material was, um, but it black it like explodes out of the truck in a, in a pretty cool scene, you know, it starts melting, it like starts disfiguring him and melting his skin. He eventually melts down into a skeleton and then melts into the snow. Um, yeah. Like the actual, uh, like, like, makeup job and stuff on him when he's melting and like in like the various stages that yeah. it goes through is actually pretty cool if you ask me i was like i was like you know this this movie's full of camp and full of cheese but but there's some cool like shots like that totally kind of sprinkled throughout totally but yeah uh, he just gets like you know um essentially evaporated by this yeah, liquid fucking crazy and you know he for his molecules or he, whatever you know form with the snow and you see you know you don't see him in snowman form yet you just see some of the snow sort of moving in place yeah yeah it's uh and you know there's one guard left the other guard died but one guard crash, yeah yeah one guard sort of like witnesses this whole thing uh -huh. um and and jack doesn't kill that guard which is kind of um, well, well i mean isn't... he's yeah he's kind of oh yeah yeah he, well yeah that's it isn't you know he could have turned you know he could have killed him in a snowman form but whatever reason he probably decided to flee the scene i would imagine yeah yeah, he's he he dipped right out of there. Yeah, and then we get then we get introduced to Sheriff um 
Sam, and we also get introduced to his wife and his son, Ryan, and they are driving along, and, you know, they seem to come across, uh, actually, we get a, uh, they're, they're talking about, you know, Jack being executed and that, you know, Sam could put this all to rest. We get a quick flashback of how he came across Jack, and it wasn't like he came across Jack in the action, he just happened to come across him when he was like taking a piss on the side of the road, yeah, uh, and almost and almost like stumbled upon, you know, just a routine, you know, uh, 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 stop, and t- turns out that he arrested this serial killer, you know, just almost, you know, they don't say it, but it's almost alluded to, like, you know, he kind of just happened upon finding this criminal it wasn't like he wasn't like search actively searching no, for him or no, anything like that no not at all yeah that was like the yeah it's kind of like a it is kind of like an interesting little like flashback like how it's because you know like like jack has a huge impact on the sheriff's life as we see later oh like absolutely term, and you know so it is just kind of like funny how it's sort of this happenstance situation mm-hmm. you know he's like yeah like give me your ride. Like, let me see your license and all that. And you know, that's when like Jack starts getting sketchy. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if we mentioned it, but um, Jack, it has, I think his body count as like, uh, as a serial killer was, was stated to be 38 people over 11 States. That's a lot. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. that's what I'm saying is like, Sometimes that's what, how it happened in in real life with with serial killers. Sometimes it was, you know, all this exhaustive time and effort put into it, and sometimes it's something as random as pulling them over for a parking ticket. And oh shit, this is the such and such killer, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, uh, but anyway, it's so they're crazy. <laughs> they're driving. They, you know, pass by uh, the scene of the crash. And he stops to, you know, inquire about what's going on. And he's sort of told to move along and that it's a federal manner. Um, hmm. So it's above your pay grade, Jeez. bud. Yeah. <laughs> You're just the local sheriff. But I like how he wasn't thinking, like, unless he didn't know that Jack was being transferred at that time. Like, wouldn't you look at that truck and be like, oh, shit. Um, you know, yeah, that was like- the truck you... I don't know how he doesn't put two and two together there. Anyway, when they're driving up on the scene of the crash, the kid has this line where he goes, oh, yeah. touch my finger, touch my knee. Thank the Lord that it wasn't me. Dude, he says some weird shit. He says, I forget what else he says uh, in this line about, it's like something about the crash. Um, fuck, what does he say? It's like I, the kid's just a he's a weird character. Like oh, absolutely. Character, now, honestly. That, that goes into the next scene where we get this real quick scene there at the at the uh, Tiller household um, where his son is making this oh, disgusting looking like oatmeal marshmallow mush, <laughs> uh, which actually comes into play later. And we learn even more about the mush. And if this is my kid, um, you know, we'd be having a conversation. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he asks, you know, during this scene, he 
you know, asks if he can build a snowman for the competition today. Um, and that's when we follow up with Sam as he, we sort of get introduced real quickly to a bunch of members of this small town that are working on their snowman for the snowman building competition. Um, one yeah. more quick, one more quick fact about this movie. And this is like the second time that this has happened in a movie that we talked about, but during the filming of this movie, wherever they were filming, at it was a light winter and it was way warmer than they had expected it to be oh. so they had to bring in a bunch of fake snow throwing oh. off like their plans um i forget what movie we had talked about within the last like six months or so but there was a similar oh oh uh urban legend that was another one the first yeah. one that's, that's the reason for the parka is it was supposed to be in this like winter set and it is sometimes weather has different plans, but yeah. that's why if you notice in this movie, there's really not that much snow. That's a really interesting point. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, there you're right. Like there's not a lot of shots of like actual, like, like if you look around in the background of the scenes, like there's no snow on the, like the street sidewalks or, you know, anything. It's just kind of even the, yeah interesting yeah, yeah. E even the snowman because even the snowman that we see tommy making it looks like it's made <laughs> out of styrofoam yeah <laughs> so yeah we get introduced to a bunch of people here real quick we get introduced to jake um and his wife sally and their daughter jill who is jill is played by shannon elizabeth we also get introduced to billy who is like uh, uh the town bully we get introduced to tommy who has a uh a romantic relationship with Jill. And, and we also get introduced to Tommy's dad, Paul, who owns like a hardware store uh, in the town. Um, we get to, we get introduced to all of them kind of in a quick way. Yeah. Sheriff has little competitions with all of them, or little little conversations, excuse me, with all of them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, like I said, it, it's just kind of, you know, yeah setting setting up like this small town feel and you know yeah well it's a good way of like introducing some characters pretty quick it's funny that this town has a snowman contest and tommy's the 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 snowman you were talking about tommy's is like uh uh <laughs> it's like a it, it's a sexy like, woman a sexy yeah sexy lady yeah um yeah, he which is kind of funny. It's just he ridiculous. also tells he also tells a real terrible, terrible like uh, laffy taffy type joke um, that gets told later in the movie. But it's what's the difference, you know, between a a, a, snow, a snow woman and a snowman? It's oh, snowballs! <laughs> it's, like, it's a laugh. It's like a laffy taffy joke, bro. Straight up, awful. definitely. <laughs> But so, yeah, um, so shortly after that, the sheriff uh, and he goes to the the station, I guess. Correct. The Snowminton Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Snowminton Sheriff's Office. I want to, you know, if Snowminton was real, I want to go, you know. Boom. Uh, on his way into the office, the sheriff throws away the Ziploc bag full of like weird oat mush that his, his kid gave him. But then there's like this brief moment where he hears his son's voice you know like i made it just for you or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. he picks it out of the trash and throws it back in his car like he's gonna fucking eat it later or something like no way hey little did he know you know the 
how smart of an idea that was at this time, you know? It's true. Um, and then that's when you he goes inside and you get introduced to Marla, which uh-huh. is uh, she's like she basically kind of like runs the, uh, the 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 desk at like the front desk at the uh, at the station, you know, fielding yeah. calls and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she tells Sam that uh, she basically relays the information that uh, somebody has died, and so yeah. that jumps Old Man you. Harper. Yeah, that jumps you to the uh, scene with the sheriff and his two deputies uh, investigating the death of old man Harper, so to speak. And oh, like, man. like the old man's like frozen to his like uh, to a chair, like a rocking, a rocking chair, chair outside. And, and his neck is like snapped back in a horrific way. Like, fuck, yeah. dude. And, you know, they're, they're way to die. The officers are seem kind of stumped because, you know, they're like you know there's no blood there's no footprints leading anywhere like right right you know what, no evidence what, of anything what could have happened you know yeah yeah uh, the sheriff wants doc peters up there you know to check it out yeah so yeah you know they're you know they it's, don't know what to, like you said they really don't know what to think no and um this leads like the sheriff he has like a he gets on like the dispatch and he's like is does he he oh, asks wait, no, no. Mar- yeah yeah he, sorry go he asks marla to patch him through to the fbi That's uh right. and he has a conversation with an agent manners who uh um you know plays a bigger role later in the movie but he just has a kind of quick conversation with this guy and you know talking about um the accident and he wants to know if jack frost is really dead and manners assures him that he's dead and uh you know right after that essentially right after he up the phone he has a conversation with uh stone and they allude to the fact they say something about um the accident and how they're it's it's unfortunate that their guinea pig is a homicidal maniac and stone wants to put him into a test tube so you're sort of like huh like like you know what's you know what's going what on he, with yeah yeah exactly you're just like what what is fucking going on here mm-hmm. uh and you know this jumps you right back to the scene at old man harbors the doctor Correct. is now there and he kind of basically like verifies that you know his neck looks like it was uh pulled back or like forced back in in this you know mm-hmm. violent manner and you know, it's just like he, the doctor seems just as stumped in a lot of ways as the sheriff yeah. is. Yeah, he, he explains that it, you know, it looks like it must have been snapped back with force, but that it would, something, something soft was used to do it, which sort of like, how does something soft completely, you know, snap somebody's neck yeah, yeah yeah so it's kind of a conundrum essentially you could say yeah so for you real. know um, yeah and that uh, uh 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 you know we follow up with real quick we follow up back at the house and his wife gets home with groceries and then we see this giant and i mean giant fucking snowman outside their house yeah it's um, huge it's huge like oversized and he's he and you know, we learn pretty quickly that that's Jack Frost, and he's never quite this big in the rest of the movie, so it's just kind of an odd uh, choice. Um, 
but she assumes that this was the snowman that Ryan talked about making, and she asks him to finish it up and hands him some items. Uh, but before we see what he does with those, we go back to the station, and it looks like all these members from the town are there, and they're in hysteria. Uh, yeah, they're all, like, yelling at Marla about, like, you know, the the killing, the, uh, you know. Everybody. Yeah, they, like, already think it's, like, some ser- like serial killer, you know. Yeah, yeah, they just, like, the whole <laughs> town just jumps to this conclusion, like, fucking hell. She Small great, town, yeah. The sheriff has a funny line after they all leave, though. Because uh, uh, as they're leaving, um, Paul, who owns the shop, is like, well... You know, essentially, like, if you're not going to do anything about it, then, you know, I'm going to have a, a sale on ammo, you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they're all leaving, and the sheriff goes, it's going to be a gall dang turkey shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul's it's like, going to be a gall dang turkey shoot. Paul's like, essentially, like, hey, if you want to be a vigilante, you know. And yeah. I love it because there's a couple different points throughout the movie where even where all this shit's going on, Paul's trying to like drum up business, you know, like <laughs> 40% off ammo. There's a scene later where he's talking to the sheriff and he's like, oh, you know, I'll give you 20% off uh, salt, yeah. you know, or salt <laughs> rock or whatever. You're like, what a fucker. <laughs> it's but so anyway, ridiculous. Uh, follow yeah. back up with Ryan next and. Oh yeah, Ryan's whole thing, man, with the you know, he goes out with the the stuff his mom gave him and uh-huh. he like he's like he has to stand on a garbage can in order to reach the wild the, yeah the top of the like the the first snow snowball, the head of the snowman, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and it's also kind of funny because he like the the character Ryan he like pulls out like a a fucking <laughs> puppet like well, a snowman puppet or whatever puts it on his hand so he can reference what the snowman's supposed to look like I'm like look this, have you never seen a snowman kid yeah you- yeah oh baffling like what a what a nit to pick but yeah it's so weird it's just <laughs> like what the not- <laughs> what a little fucking you goon. live in fucking snowminton for fuck's sake how do you not know what a snowman looks like oh my but, god but you know he he gets to work uh putting in the coal eyes and he pops a carrot nose on there mm-hmm. and he starts forming like a mouth you know he kind of puts like a little groove for the mouth with his hand in the into the snow uh-huh. and you see at one point something what looks like something kind of growing in the mouth yeah, so it's you, such a cool shot. Yeah. Like the icicle teeth popping through. Yeah, and so you get this, but you get this like feeling like, oh shit, is this kid gonna get his like fingers bit or something? You know? Yeah, you gotta get your fingers <laughs> bit. Cha <laughs> cha. <Touch on. laughs> don't get between. Don't get between a snowman and his bacon. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, you know, just just in the nick of time, the town bully shows up. Yeah, him and his goon squad. <laughs> Uh, I love like, like why does every like not every but I would probably if I was willing to wager at least 60% of movies in the 90s had like this as like a, a plot device yeah like a bully character at you know shithead bully with this yeah. squad of goons yeah 
and they get like all up in uh all up in ryan's face uh telling him telling him to move out of the way and shit because they're uh they're going they're having like a sledding competition or something yeah, they're the like black the ice on. yeah <laughs> the black what ice they... run or whatever it is oh yeah <laughs> and uh just ridiculous <laughs> Uh, and what but, is what is what does Billy do to uh, 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 essentially assert how macho he is? Oh, to Ryan? What, <laughs> well, he get, get, like at first he gets in the fucking kid's face, right? And uh, oh my god! But then he like knocks. Oh, that's right. He like doesn't he like knock the snowman's head off? Yeah, with his fucking sled, he just like, <laughs> he picks up his <laughs> fucking toboggan and just fucking his toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> but but he gets his just dessert so oh, fucking like fat poetic he, justice so like yeah he I decapitates mean, like, I the snowman with this t- I, I have not I, <laughs> to bargain I have not heard that Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh my God! You're. I love you. Yes, it's toboggan. But how? Like he like. I can't remember how. But he like. Because he falls or something. His buddies start their descent on their sleds. Oh, on the black ice run. Yeah. He's still standing next to Ryan and uh, uh, Jack. Fucking trips him up. That's right. And, he, and in perfect timing, he falls right as one of his buddies slides by, and the blade of the sled fucking decapitates him, sends his head twirling in the air. It's great. It's fucking nuts. So, like, one, who's giving their kid that sharp of a sled? No shit. Because, like, because it literally, like you said, it decapitates fucking billy and like there's a scene of his like of his head flying off like it's fucking nuts man yeah so crazy and then yeah like you know like you you meet like it goes right from there to like a a shot of like bloodied snow and like the sheriff's there now like they're wheeling away the bat the body you know Mm -hmm. in, in a in a body bag and like so you're just like yeah dude like that like that kid got he didn't get the axe he got the fucking sled uh yeah and his dad is like yeah he's messed up man he's he's yeah his dad's his dad jake is there and i guess the you know this would be a natural i think anyone's natural reaction but he, he you know he's there and he's accusing the kid ryan of like essentially being a psychopath you know and the sheriff brings up a really good point he's like billy is two feet taller than him like there's no way you know um dude like yeah exactly like this like the kid was way bigger than than ryan you know but the reason they don't believe it you know that he has a hard time believing it is because you know the kid is saying that the snowman did it and no one's gonna believe that you know so what do they believe there there's they're only getting these what these kids have to say you know but yeah and not not only that you know so the sheriff essentially tells jake to go cool off and his wife sally you know follows with him and we see more of this later but she's really portrayed as this really aloof ditzy airheaded character and jake is a complete fucking tool um yeah, yeah. but they she's also like really kind of meek you know like meek, like, like perfect work like right after jake storms off because the sheriff told him to fucking cool down 
like she like kind of like apologizes for him it's like your kid just fucking died lady like like she's just like i'm sorry jake's usually not like that or whatever and it's like who gives a fuck dude your kid just got beheaded by a sled yeah (laughs) go grieve yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah ryan go grieve Ryan seems to be, and rightfully so, but Ryan yeah. seems to be traumatized. He walks out, you know, Paul's over there uh, with Ryan and and his mother, you know, sort of consoling Ryan. And all Ryan has to uh, says, all he has to say is the snowman did it, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is, and that would be fucking traumatizing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so. But then... Um... Then it uh, kind of t- follows you up back at uh, the sheriff's house, right? Like, and, like, yeah. So, uh, you follow like the wife inside. She's like, she's like getting like a soup or something prepped, stew or something. Yeah, yeah. and she sees Sam like in in the dining room pouring over old paperwork, which which you you see is, uh, I mean, I'm assuming just like. They can't be ransom letters or anything like that because no. which, because they came from he knows they came from Jack Frost, but he's like They're looking at old like letters, yeah, like threatening letters. Uh, what, and yeah, one, he's like, what? One says, "I will find a way." I will find a way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and she does like it's actually kind of like an insightful thing. I think she like tells the sheriff, you know, like I thought you were, you know, you said you were getting rid of these. Uh, now that Jack's dead, you know, the only place that he's still living is like in your mind, basically. Yeah. You know? Which is damn true, good man. advice. Yeah. yeah. Some damn um, good advice. And, you know, and this, this leads to like a weird uh, moment where um, they think they hear something. You know, the sheriff pulls mm-hmm. out his gun and like gets to the door, whips open the door, and uh, there's fucking. Paul standing there with a bag of salt. <laughs> There's actually a pretty funny line. It's like I, I can't. I, I, I rescind that statement. I wouldn't call it funny, uh, but it's a very cliche line that I think everyone has heard. Um, but yeah, he answers the door, and sheriff's like, "Geez, Paul, like I could have shot you." And uh, Paul replies uh, with um, the quip of the day. Uh, he says. Oh, you couldn't hit the broad side of the barn with the scatter shot gun or with the scatter gun. <laughs> Good God, dude. Why was that like why was that such a saying? Like where did I that have, originate from? I have no idea. You could right. like it is side definitely... of a barn, boy. Boy. <laughs> so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, what a random like hey, uh here's some you know, ice salt for you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he's okay. like making the deliveries or whatever. And he like he you know, he's like he mentions he's like, Oh, the garage was locked or something like that. Like he was just gonna go oh, on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, he's you know, ever the businessman, always trying to make sure that his customers are happy. Hey, uh, yeah, that's good business. But then it picks you back up with the uh the Metzner clan and yep. Uh, classic, classic move. Jake Metzner is in the living room acting like a fucking dick. And, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Sally's just, you know, just being meek little Sally, trying to just be cool about it. But well, it's it's real quick before you say what you say. It's real interesting here because I think this is the t- the two sides of how people 
deal with grief and loss. There's the one mm. person that wants to carry on and still do something, which is Sally. She mentions decorating the tree. And then there's the person like uh, Jake, who is sort of like, like, what are you talking about? Like, we just lost our kid, you know? Yeah, um, that's a good point. And then there's a great line here, though. What's that? Well, say what you're going to say real quick. Oh, I was I was just going to talk about uh, his interaction with with his daughter. Yeah, go uh, for it. Where like Jill comes down and she's like, you know, uh, leaving, and she like he like gets like kind of up in her face and says something about like, you know, like her being out uh, like a lady of the night or something. <laughs> And, <laughs> and, yeah, and he like, and Shannon Elizabeth has has this line. She says it so seriously. It it just threw me off. But it was like, she's like, you know, like God forsook this house a long time ago. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so serious. But because he's just a fucking prick, dude. Yeah, and then like right after their interaction, he like looks to his wife and goes like, "Finish my scarf. I'm going out to get more wood." (laughs) It's like, dude, this guy. Yeah, yeah. So, because she says after you know after Jill leaves to go meet up with Tommy, she uh, Sally said you know once again a kind of a meek line. She says something like, um, uh, "You know, she only acts that way because of how you talk to her." And he has a great reply. He says, "If I want philosophy, I'll turn on Oprah." Now finish my scarf, (laughs) dude. Lord, (laughs) this fucking guy. I want philosophy. I'll turn on Oprah. Watch is the real good indicator of when this movie came out for sure that's a good point yeah oprah was like huge then uh what a fucking schmuck thing to say to your wife like dude for real uh so yeah he he goes out to chop some wood yeah well and he at first he like sits down on on the old tree stump and light tries to light his pipe Yep, tobacco uh, pipe. Presumably, well, maybe I don't know. Could have been marijuana. Could have been crack, for all we know. But yeah, who knows what this guy's smoking these? But he like hears. Was it like, like he hears somebody go like, you know, ask him for a smoke? Basically, it's the line. That, yeah, it's the same exact line that Jack said to the cop in the back of the the uh, transport van. Hey, pal, how about a smoke? Yeah. And, you know, he only sees the snowman. Um, I think anyone in this situation would do the same thing. He assumes that, you know, there's someone out and about around him that, you know, is there. Yeah. And so he grabs the axe that he uses to chop some wood. And he, like, kind of, like, goes, like, walks around the the, the, the snowman. Because the, mm-hmm. the snowman that was outside of the sheriff's house is in his fucking yard yeah. now. What, like, what, I, I feel like a normal person would be like, how did this snowman get here? Right? You know? Yeah, like, where the <laughs> fuck did this thing come from? Uh, so ridiculous. And, you know, he quickly discovers that the snowman... It's great. ...is the person that's fucking talking to him. Because the snowman, like... 
grabs the axe. Well, Jack Frost. Jack Frost grabs the axe out of his fucking hand and then, like, jams it. Like, I thought he was just gonna, like, you know... Slice him? Slice him with the axe. But no. He jams the fucking handle of the axe down Jake's throat, killing him. (laughs) Yeah. That... I thought that was kind of cool because it definitely like you mentioned it subverted your expectations you're thinking you know maybe a slash to the face maybe another decapitation but no yeah it was a much it was a much more unique like kill in the- and that would be a gnarly way to die getting this fucking i think about how how like thick in diameter the handle of an axe is and just getting that rammed down your throat yeah, that's what i'm saying man uh and so like you know jake literally gets the axe and oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you're on you're on a roll tonight yeah and then um then you kind of pick back up with uh sally and you Mm -hmm. see somehow the lights are on the christmas tree in the living room and she thinks that maybe jake did it to surprise her Okay. And oh, this is just funny. Before you know it, like she like she kind of like backs away from the tree a little bit and real bumps. Quick, though, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But real quick though, this is one of my favorite shots of the whole movie. Is uh, right after he kills Jake, we goes back inside to Sally who has a cup of tea. And she goes and sits in her chair. And one of the coolest shots in the movie is the first time we see Jack use his powers. He materializes inside the house behind the chair yeah. she's sitting in. And she doesn't even realize it. It's just a real cool shot. But then, like you said, the Christmas tree lights go out. She goes to investigate. And then, like, you, I'll let you continue. She backs into Jack Frost. And then what happens? Oh, it's just so ridiculous. So, like, she backs into him. Seems to grab like a fistful of snow. She opens her hand and notices, well, this is like some snow melting in my hand right now. Like, what? And then before you know it, Jack grabs like a string of lights and starts like strangling her with it, tying her up. And then (laughs) takes her head and starts bashing it into this like box of ornaments. So every time you you see a shot of her, like she's getting more bloody, and there's more like jagged ornament stuff sticking out of her face. Yeah, he and, he, he rammed one into her mouth as well too. Yeah, and uh, and then he basically just leaves her like strung up in the tree, like a fucking decoration. Like he slams like the the star that was on top of the tree. Jack takes that off and like put like rams it on top of her head and stuff. Yeah, it was a nice two for one special. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a cool sequence because I like, uh, you know, if you're going to have a horror movie, you know, based around the holiday of Christmas, you might as well have at least one kill that incorporates elements of Christmas. And it was like incorporating all these elements at once, the Christmas lights, the tree, the ornaments, the the topper. Like, it was cool. It was a good little sequence. Yeah. She gets brutally fucking murdered. Definitely. Um, and uh, then it's like, I w- you who know. Who discovers her? Paul. Yeah, that's right. And he and he also, he not only does he see the aftermath, but he, he gets like a quick glimpse of Jack. 
um, and gets scared off by Jack and manages to escape. Uh, yeah, that's right. And then Jack, had, like, he has this line where he, he, you see the front, the snowman reach down and grab the uh, scarf. Suppose, that, oh yeah, that, that that, she, that she was working on or whatever. Oh, that's and, right. Like, You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he goes like, "Always got to remember to dress warm" or something like that. <laughs> like throws it on. Yeah, he has a lot of uh, awful one-liners later. Um, but yeah. But yeah, then, you know, we're still at that house. It's like whether Paul, you know, told them or not, we now, you know, the sheriff, those two deputies, uh, we don't learn their names uh, quite yet. Um, yeah, I think uh, we, we learned them very quickly. Either way, they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they're talking about how hard it's going to be to have to break this news to Jill, not only your brother, you know, die in this freak accident but now her parents get brutally murdered um and you know so he tells uh one of the deputies to find jill and one of the deputies to have doc peters come here and check this out um he heads back to the station um and he kind of has his back turned to the reception desk and i forget what he says exactly but he's like get that such and such fbi agent on the phone yeah um, and then turns around and then and they're there so boom agent manners right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. agent manners and agent stone they're there <laughs> and they you know we learn later the real reason why they're there. oh I, you, it's kind of alluded to by whatever the brief sentence they had said earlier about you know this experiment gone wrong um but at this point in the movie they're sort of lying to the sheriff and telling them that they're there because Harper's death matches the MO of someone they've been chasing. Um, yeah, so he wants, right. he wants the sheriff to take them to the crime scene so they can investigate this crime scene. Um, yeah. So they go to investigate the crime scene. And yeah. It's funny. Like he mentions like, there's this brief like moment he goes, uh, like take me to the crime scene, and he's like, I mean Jake and Sally's house or whatever. Like it was like, like bothering the sheriff that he kept calling it like a crime scene or something. Well, it's because a, a second earlier he had said, you know, when he said mo, he had to explain, you know, he's basically trying to allude to the fact that the small town sheriff is, you know isn't very bright oh, he's yeah. having to explain all these legal terms not legal but uh, uh uh you know um what's the word i'm looking for uh I mean, yeah I, uh um i don't fuck know. me they're like, a, they're they're the official policing terms we'll yeah call police them. terms oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so while they're at the um while they're at the crime scene this is where stone realizes that uh you know jack can freeze and unfreeze at will and doc and the sheriff have a conversation outside and the doc explains the sheriff that you know the axe handle was pushed straight down um that whoever did it must must have been immensely powerful so which yeah that would uh, that would be kind of crazy just to discover that like it didn't like the axe wasn't broken or anything it was just like shoved straight down this dude's throat 
Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. And further uh, than that, yeah. you know, Manners tells the sheriff, hey, we need to put the town on a 24-hour curfew. And we follow up with the sheriff. Um, oh, yeah. And- he, like, goes and makes, like, the announcement of mm-hmm. this, like, right? Like, at the, I don't know, like, like the competition stage or whatever. I think like- it was the church. Okay, he went to the church to do it. That makes sense. Yeah, because because like the priest is like seen like heating the church, turning on the heat. And shit. But it was funny because he like like the sheriff like walks up to the podium and like the crowd's like cheering for him and stuff. And I was like, I was like, they they just really don't know what's about what's going on right now because they were all like, woo, sheriff. <laughs> right, right. And he's yeah. like up there, like he just goes up there. He's like, yeah, some people are fucking dying. Uh, twenty four hour curfew. <laughs> 20 yeah that's pretty wild curfew and you know while this is going on there's a commotion outside it's paul he's in hysterics and manners agent manners actually like cold cocks him knocks him out (laughs) you know and after this happened he sort of questions the sheriff's ability to lead and to run this town you know (laughs) Yeah, like, which is kind of frustrating. This dude just like rolls in and just starts, you know, like making the shot, like calling the shots, calling the like, shots. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, Paul is outside, obviously, because um, you, you know, like we were talking about, he witnessed the snowman, so he's outside, like fucking. Oh yeah, that's right. Busting up everybody's <laughs> snowmen for the, that were in the competition. He's <laughs> like, God damn, dude. It's yeah, crazed. and this is where we learn the deputies' names because he tells Deputy Joe um, to bring Paul to the station so he can cool down, and he tells Deputy Chris to go check out uh, uh, Paul's place. Um, oh yeah, that's right. And we fought. We kind of fo- uh, follow Chris, uh, Deputy Chris. Uh, um as he's driving and while he's driving he happens across uh a snowman you know we know it's jack frost he doesn't know that but he happens upon a snowman holding a stop sign um (laughs) and it's so weird because he could have easily just drove by it but for whatever reason he goes to his trunk to grab a shovel yeah and he's gonna dig out the snowman (laughs) Yeah, weird. He he grabs the shovel, and when he comes back, the snowman's melted, and he's like, oh, it must have been one of those thermal up- updrafts. Um, <laughs> so he, like, he, like, actively convinces himself. He's like, he's like, oh, I've heard, I've heard of the, of the thermal updrafts. <laughs> yeah, stupid. So he goes back to the trunk, and in the time it takes him to open the trunk, put the shovel in and then close the trunk we as a viewer see that jack is now in the driver's seat and this is probably not probably it is you know besides old man harper's death which happened off screen this is the most lackluster kill because mm. he just runs uh, asian chris over and kills him that way so yeah but we'll just take real quick out uh then you kind of follow back up with the sheriff and family they're getting basically they're getting ready because like one of the things the sheriff announced was like you know people could stay at the church 
if they want it's not like mandatory but it's optional uh, if they want to feel safe in numbers kind of thing and um and so it's like uh what what was weird is he like the sheriff walks up to like ryan and like a couple other kids and they're like inside with a bunch of snowballs just like throwing them around like i was like what the fuck are those kids doing inside the house with snowballs Uh, and then you see like um the sheriff's wife like great she has like a a bunch of blankets and stuff like that and she's like walking through the kitchen and she hears a noise because the sheriff's at the church with these kids oh yeah they're they're all at the church and his wife he learns that she went home to grab blankets so yeah so continue with what you're saying uh yeah like she hears a sound and you kind of think like you know uh something might be going on then she sees like some water leak leakage and so you you as a viewer are thinking like oh shit is jack like you know trying to make his way into this house yeah yeah and then um basically it turns out to be like a burst pipe like she like opens the uh, the cupboard under the sink water it was a nice spewing out. out yeah yeah and then like out of nowhere the other deputy uh comes like joe yeah, yeah he comes like running out of nowhere like yeah and he like helps her fix it really quick they both get re- like well he gets ridiculously wet because of all the water but uh, oh that's right she she he, she hears the share she she, she hears the cruiser pull up yeah she thinks it's sam she thinks it's sam yeah and so she gets jump scared by joe he fixes the pipe in this you know kind of trying to you know have a comedy scene to alleviate some of the murder but yeah he gets drenched and it's fucking winter so that would not be fun no and then like you know he leads her out to the car and he's just like incessantly talking about like they go, oh yeah, you need to get that fixed. You need to get some Teflon tape. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. He's just like, just like badgering <laughs> her. It's so, yeah. it's like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> Thanks, Bob Vila. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah! dude, I haven't thought but about who, Bob Vila in a fucking long time. But as they leave, the camera sort of pans across, and who else is outside of their house? Oh, that's right. So sneaky snakes man uh what's her fucking name um jill, jill metzner and tommy are just lurking outside the house in the cover <laughs> of the trees and basically like jill's a little fucking rebel dude she's like she basically like is like let's go in the sheriff's house now like and have some fun yeah, yeah have some fun random dude so random i was like what the heck of all the houses to sneak into you pick the sheriffs the fucking sheriffs like <laughs> where's the logic um it's so yeah, bad i love how she essentially you know coaxes him in with her feminine wiles you know like <laughs> that's, that's virtually yeah. what it is you know yeah like, well well because they get in yeah i mean like it was like really quickly they're in there they're in the kitchen and like i can't remember which christmas song it is but this this like slowed down attempt at like sort of making this christmas song sound sexier like so it starts playing and like she, she, you know she like starts taking off her glove with her mouth and and then like tommy like all of a sudden's like oh shit we're getting undressed and like he starts like scrambling to get like unclothed and there's just all this scene of them like on like you know getting out of their many layers of snow clothes yeah, and shit overalls and jacket uh, they go they strip down to their thermals yeah you know. 
it's just it was just ridiculous and then she basically stops you know stops it and like tells him you know that she wants like a bottle of wine and a roaring fire and once yeah. you have those things like come find me yeah if, <laughs> if you want me i want a roaring log fire a <laughs> bottle of wine come and get me when you're ready and she walks off and he goes if i was any more ready i'd explode um, <laughs> <laughs> so she ridiculous. goes it, it is ridiculous so she goes upstairs and turns on a radio and starts drying her hair yeah. um you know tommy's downstairs he finds a bottle of wine he pops it it's apparently too warm for his liking so he goes to the freezer to look for ice and we as viewers notice that when he opens the ice there's like a carrot in there like it's very clear that it, this may or may not be jack frost that's in the freezer um yeah. <laughs> you know he, ch he chips some ice out and then he hears a noise and at first he thinks it may or may not be the sheriff outside so he's like hey you know it's me i'm not a burglar he tries to find a weapon <laughs> um <laughs> He pulls out like a bunch of different kitchen utensils, like yeah, like, a, like, a, like a pie, oh, yeah. fucking uh, like a pie spatula thing. And he pulls out like a, a fucking potato. Yeah, and peeler. eventually he gets back to like the ice pick yeah. that he was using. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, he sort of looks out the drapes. You know, he looks through the the peephole in the door, the keyhole in the door. And he, he eventually opens the door and gets fucking sucker punched. Um, <laughs> you just see this giant snowman hand just come in and pop, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was hilarious. It's ridiculous. And, uh, oh, oh he, he has one of his first, like, real awful one liners here. Because oh, um, <laughs> uh, when he opens the door, uh, Tommy goes, "Who's out there?" Jack punches him, and he goes, "Well, it ain't fucking Frosty." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it ain't fucking Frosty. <laughs> like, wow. Oh my god, dude, it's ridiculous. But he does utilize. Um, I, I don't know if I'd call it a power. Uh, it's yeah, but it's pretty fucking cool. It's it's wild. So like, yeah, Tommy tries to like stab him a bunch with the ice pick, doesn't work. Not at and, all. And and Jack like, I don't know, creates these icicles out of his. You know, basically he like, you just see this shot of him like put out his fucking arm and uh -huh. his snow arm, and he just shoots this icicle out of the end of his snow arm, which is fucking crazy. And it, it is pins Tommy against this wall, you know, because it once he goes through his shoulder, and then he mm -hmm. fires off another one, and, and you see it like go towards Tommy, and then you see basically like it go out the back, like through the wall, yeah, and it's all bloody and shit, and like it's fucking awesome, actually. Yeah, dude, it's crazy, but, but yeah, yeah, it definitely is like some sort of power, man. That's fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> yeah, just shoot icicles, icicle That's projection. Cool. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, yeah, uh, that that quick, and you know. Tommy's no more. So, yeah, we go from now we go from one of the cooler scenes in the movie to one of the most I would call it bizarre and bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre and a little unsettling 
Um, and I was actually reading something because long story short, this next scene that we're going to talk about, if you haven't seen this movie, it's one of the most uh, bizarre, weirdest, unnecessary, essentially it's a sex assault scene. Yeah. Um, and I was reading something that originally they didn't intend for it to come across the way it did it was just it was supposed to be a straight murder but they decided to after they shot it in the way it looked follow through with him essentially fucking her to death um by what by the line he says and like really trying to bring that point home which i thought was kind of like a little distasteful um but it's just so bizarre so you know yeah. basically what happened Basically, what happens is uh, she finishes drying her hair. She walks out in the hallway and looks across to the bathroom and notices that a bath is drawn. And she thinks that, you know, Tommy, the nice gentleman that he is, even though he's not up there and there's no wine, there's no sign of Tommy, thinks that he drew her a bath. So she goes in, she gets butt naked, she hops into the bath. And then as she's in the bath, Uh, at one point a carrot pops up and she starts saying, Oh, like her eyes, like she had like dipped her head under water. So she comes up. So her eyes are closed and she's like, Oh, Tommy, like turn that off. The water's getting cold. And the first part of this scene is really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Where all of a sudden the water turns into snow. And in this really cool shot, you see Jack materialize in form and rise up with her stuck inside him which that was cool and then the scene takes a turn where basically jack is using the carrot to fuck her yeah and and, well rape her really and uh yeah it's like kind of against the wall yeah like that that's like basically i'm like watching it this time around like all i could think of is kind of like what you were talking about with like the you know what they originally filmed versus what they decided to put in the movie like you know how to play it was like it it seemed like he was like you know bashing her against a wall you know right right. and they could have been yeah left it at that like that would have they could have they could have but they had to wrap it up with him uh saying looks like christmas came a little early this year good god i don't know i don't know like why yeah i don't know man i don't know like you said because it does just look like he just like blasts her head against the wall a couple times yeah then after that line you're like oh wow they did that like they went with that yeah they anyway yeah so needless to say jill is taken out Mm -hmm. uh you know in this scene and then um you then you kind of follow back up with the sheriff right after this, right? Like, yeah, yeah, he's explaining to Manners and Stone that a snowstorm is coming in and that they're not going to be able to get any of their men in. Um, yeah, you're not going to be able so, to get anybody in or out, <laughs> right? Right? So he asked the sheriff if he has an armory, which they don't, and then Stone says, you know, well, conventional weapons won't be necessary. And the sheriff asks what he's talking about and manners it's like another one of those lines that you've heard in so many movies he says it's on a need to know basis and you don't need to know god why dude was, why was that such a 90s fucking line right <laughs> right <laughs> and you don't need to know <laughs> it's it's so similar to uh 
uh, this is an A and B conversation. So oh my God. Yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. It's so ridiculous. Um, but, like right yeah. as they're having this conversation, you hear a cruiser pull up and they think it's Chris and they pile outside to see the cruiser. Okay. Yeah. And while they're doing this, Manners grabs the gun from the back of his cruiser. Dude, Sheriff, and he, he has a fucking arsenal in arsenal, his. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No need for an armory when he's literally, yeah. Uh, but Marla notices the scarf on the ground, and she goes to pick it up. Now she picks it up. Jack rises from behind her. Um, yeah. she, she happens to run off. You know, they fire a couple shots to no avail. They head back into the sheriff station, and this is really now where the sheriff's sort of like, you guys need to fill me in on what's going on. I don't know how he hasn't figured it out yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, Manners does tell him it's Jack, you know, but that he's changed, obviously. But before they have a chance to really follow up on that conversation, uh, you know, Jack starts making his way under the door as water. Oh, in a yeah, hit. dude. In a hilarious shot, Manners walks up and tries pop, pop, shooting the puddle. Like, <laughs> and Stone has to tell him, you know, he can only be da- like, he can only be damaged in his elemental state. Like, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I love that though. I loved it when he walked up and tried to fucking shoot, shoot the, the water. water. <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. are you doing? Way to go, my guy. Way to go. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, this kind of like leads them all to like. You know, they they kind of rush off into the back of the 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 station, mm-hmm. and like they, they, this is when they just like they try to come up with like some creative ideas of like how to yeah cause, dispose of him really and because um, real quick sheriff tries to use a blow dryer but he you know it ends up unplugging itself like, oh yeah that's right like he just, yeah just like. Jack sort of back, back is backing away from it, and the sheriff is, you know, following with him, and it eventually reaches the end of its cord and unplugs. So, yeah, they're in the back of the station where all the cells are, and they're trying to think of a way to dispatch Jack. And yeah, they, 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 don't they, they use like a bunch of like, like bug spray or something. Yeah, right? it, like, a bunch of aerosol spray. Yeah. yeah. That, and while yeah. they're, and, and what's funny to me is, well, it's not funny, but. They, it's like for a second the sheriff completely forgets, and us as viewers too completely forget that Paul is locked up in there because yeah. <laughs> you know this yeah. this big long scene where they're setting off all this aerosol. They get to the end of the hallway where the window is. The window's locked. The sheriff has to go get the keys. While he's going to get the keys, Paul is like, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm in here." Uh, long story, long story short, you know, they all uh, in a very, I wouldn't, I, I was gonna say tense but it's not but in a very tense scene you know they all manage to pile out the window last second shut the window right as jack is getting there um yeah you know manners pops some shots off into it causing this the sheriff station to explode oh my god <laughs> dude um, yeah we didn't get a car but we got a whole sheriff station we got a whole sheriff station <laughs> and they're hoping that this you know will obliterate jack um and you, you, for a brief moment you think it does yeah 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 totally right and like but like 
from the smoldering ruins of the fucking sheriff's <laughs> office. <laughs> like you see Jack start forming again. Uh-huh. Like like in the middle of like burning wood and stuff like that. So you're just like, God, dude, what the fuck? Like, what's it gonna take? Yeah. I love how he, he reforms, but he's all like deformed. Yeah, like uh, his carrots in his eye socket and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like heads by his waist. It was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Dude. So he sort of wobbles off. Uh, randomly, Marla and Deputy Joe decide to head to her place, and uh, you don't see them again. I, I believe, like that's it for them. So they're just getting sure, groovy the rest of the movie. I think that was that was what they're trying to get at. Like, you know, this might be this might know, be the end. Let's go. Yeah, let's go plow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So the sheriff, you know, rushes into the church and you know tries to get everyone to calm down. Um, and then him and the sheriff head into a separate room. And this is where the sheriff is like, you know, I want to know what's going on. And stone is still trying to be secretive and says, not even the secretary of defense knows what I'm doing. <laughs> Good <laughs> what, what God, a, man. What a flex. Yeah. <laughs> For real. In yeah. yeah. typical fashion, you know, uh, sheriff fires off a pot shot you know, next to his feet to get him to spill the beans. Oh so my God, dude. And what does he, what does he sort of, you know, explain to sh- the sheriff what was going on? Well, like he basically like explains <laughs> that, like, that like they created some sort of like acid that would bond <laughs> with the human chromosome. <laughs> So that we could be resurrected in the future if, like, oh you know, something God. happens. And, uh, yeah, it's like. But it's, the it's like, it's like the, something to his soul. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, like, he even has this line where he says something like, the soul is a chemical. Chemical. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers, what? dude. What are you talking about? And that's how they came up. You know, it's so crazy. I know, dude fucking nuts and the sheriff's mo he has the very mo- appropriate response of you're insane <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah, it's nuts and you know furthermore so, yeah. yeah furthermore stone is still like we can't destroy it like i need to contain it this is my only proof that this you know uh yeah dude like, yeah he's just hell bent on like i love on- that in movies like uh, you know i need this i need this experiment uh so i can like continue my research basically like we we've, doesn't we've matter ta- how many people he fucking kills like right right we we talked about this before with the alien franchise like oh yeah yeah the, for the, sure the, there's this xenomorph this you know relentless killing machine but let's you know let's try to bring it back to you know so we can experiment on it yeah let's find a way to <laughs> capture one and bring it back to earth <laughs> no! <laughs> like, fuck off with that noise man yeah it's oh, God, dude. It's but so the sheriff crazy. you know they're 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 talking about you know he can't be destroyed and sheriff is trying to come up with ways to kill him so he he suggests that they lure him into the furnace okay oh my god dude and so they head outside 
and they they noticed the ground is rumbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember it was like, what's about to happen? And I can't remember. I don't remember. Maybe the sheriff who says it, but he's like, I think Jack's about to make an entrance. <laughs> and lo and behold, the fucker yeah. does. He comes fucking like plowing through and in the form of a giant snowball and he goes busting through the fucking church doors and just barrels his way in there it's great yeah and like then you get the shot you know where he like reassembles himself and he turns and like the two agents the sheriff like a couple other citizens like they're just like at the door <laughs> fucking armed with like hair dryers and blow dryers whatever and they're just like <laughs> they just start my, like my question is where the fuck did they get all those blow dryers and all those extension cords that quickly? That's that's what question. I mean. That's what I mean. Like, like they, they showed you no, like they didn't show you anybody gathering the supplies, hooking anything up. It was just like, boom, church has everything we need, I guess. <laughs> I love how that's the only thing where I'm questioning the logic yeah, though. Yeah. I'm questioning the logic Not of, uh, you know, this, acid that is going to bond with our dna so we resurrected. <laughs> yeah. i'm defying the logic of where did they get all these blow dryers where did they get yeah. six blow dryers <laughs> <laughs> but they, they basically use them to sort of push jack back and further into the church down to the furnace yes. where they 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 think they trap him within the furnace there's a great line here too uh they shove him in, they get him into the furnace, and the sheriff goes, we iced him. <laughs> like, uh, oh my God, whoever wrote some of this dialogue, bro, it's like, they, it's bad. Uh, it's bad sometimes, man. Like, and but, you know, it's like, it's, it's, they definitely knew what they were doing when they were, right, right. when they, you know, put those uh, lines right. in there. So, yeah, they, they, they think that, you know, they've just rid of him so everyone walks off except for manners and stone uh, um and you know manners is like well hey stone at least you have your records but then they sort of notice that there's like condensation like yeah water build up and it didn't work it didn't no, work because because manners backs into like jack who just appears right behind him he has his carrots kind of burnt and sort of like it's not like full anymore so you, you can you can see he's like maybe taking damaged. some damage yeah. yeah but then you get the like you know the, the basically the shot that you you wanted to see when you looked at the cover of this movie mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like jack like busts out the icicle fangs and then he just bites like mm. like into manner's fucking face <laughs> yeah mortally wounding him yeah and uh it i mean it's a pretty cool it's like i thought it was a pretty cool shot you, like i said it's like one of those things like when you look at the cover of this movie you you want to see those things get some use you know yeah there's a couple different covers but that's definitely the most the cover i remember and the most iconic yeah so yeah he he, he takes out manners and then you know stone sort of really fall continuing to follow through with his with his character motivations um he tells he tells jack that he can help him and he asks him what it feels like uh and then, and then we see jack approach him but then it cuts away so we don't really see 
the follow through of what happened. Um, The next thing we see is that we're outside the church now and the sheriff loads his son into a police cruiser. Um, Then we see Stone exit from the church, but he's really acting weird. He looks sort of sickly. He's walking kind of weird like a zombie. You, You know what it reminded me of? It reminded uh, me of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character from Men in Black, when oh. like the cockroach, like you know, take like inhabits his skin, and he like kind of looks like all like oh, like I, he, he's kind of walking like a human, you know. Good call. <laughs> like, and this but, scene is yeah. is is done pretty poorly. Um, <laughs> so the, the sheriff walks up, and you see Stone's <laughs> neck start to bubble. He bends over and starts spewing up this white liquid. And you can very clearly, clear as day, tell that it's a hose that's like behind him spraying it. I paused it and it's not even aligned. So it was like really poorly done. (laughs) But he essentially somehow like Jack must have turned into water, slipped into stone through an orifice in his body, and then like animated his corpse for that short while just to walk outside so he could be vomited up and then turn into jack again it was really really random it was so random dude it was so fucking random like you were just like okay like uh which really all they like all they needed to do in this sequence was maybe like just kill off both the agents and then jack just fucking appears and attacks the the shit right which he essentially does anyway because yeah you know, the sheriff's looking for his keys in the car. Now he's looking for his keys. Uh, Jack melts into a puddle. He leaks his oh way God, into the dude. car through the air vents. Um, you know, the sheriff's attempting to hotwire the car. And Jack pops up in the back seat. You know, he freezes oh, the he, he, he freezes the locks. Dude, and that's love- one thing. There's a bunch of scenes of Jack, you know, reanimating somewhere. But it's always pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, but this seems like it gets it gets like crazed here in a second because like he pops back up in 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 the back of the cruiser. Uh, the sheriff like desperately like kicks out the window of the car because like you said the locks are frozen, mm-hmm. and uh, the only thing the sheriff has to like to, like thwart the snowman the evil snowman oh at the my moment God. is is the bag of weird oatmeal or whatever that his kid makes he, he just he just picks up the ziploc and like throws it at like at the <laughs> snowman's head like like i don't know like i don't know what the sheriff thought that was gonna do in the moment luckily though for him yeah it actually has some sort of effect on the fucking on on jack where like it starts like fucking like causing Jack to like melt. It seems yeah. like, and oh my oh god. my god, dude! Like you find out, Jesus Christ! Like he asked the kid, well, like what was in there?" And the kid says, "Well, like you know, like I didn't want you to get cold or something." Like and and so there's antifreeze yeah. in there. <laughs> like, you put antifreeze. In- <sighs> You almost fed me antifreeze, boy. I'm gonna smack you upside the head. Like, no, but no. I didn't want you to get cold. You yeah. Oh sh- my god. Ryan, just... Ryan is stupid. That's yeah, what gonna... yeah. Well, what's funny is when he, when he, you know, in that scene where he is making that mush, uh, uh, and there's a quick shot after that where he's making these hideous looking cookies and oh, the mom yeah, has right. this the mom has this line about oh you know here you are you know making something wacky again so like 
how many times has he made some recipe and just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, uh, here's some Windex, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I'd add some super glue. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wanted the food to stick to your, stick to your stomach. You know? It's anyway. so crazy. But, but, yeah, but it, what's it worked nuts out. is that like, you get this shot of Jack. It's awesome too. Who's like, who gets out of, you know, he gets out of the cruiser, but his like whole like half of his fucking snowhead is like bloodied and melting and shit. It's cool. It's it's uh yeah like the like the special effects makeup on that was fucking dope. Yeah, he but pops it was up so and confusing though because it was like like now he's like bloodied and stuff like yeah. not just like snow. What? Right. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah he pops up and says. You are so fucking dead. But before he can do anything, Paul rolls up in his truck. Wham! Bops him and he goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually kind of, it's a really comical scene to me. Because like, the yeah, this, this, he, he, hits, he hits Jack and Jack, the snowman, goes flying. Whoa. And he goes, he has this random ass line where he goes, I can see your house from up here. Oh and you're just my like, God. So you're just stupid. like, what? And then, you know, Sheriff connecting the dots with the antifreeze, he looks at Paul and asks him if he has any antifreeze, which I would hope he would if he runs like a hardware shop. He tells Paul, hey, you know, go get this antifreeze, put it in your truck and meet me back here in exactly five minutes. So the sheriff, you know, starts taunting um, Jack to get him to follow him and he tells him that awful line about you know the snowman and snow woman joke again oh um, my god yeah that's right that's where it and pops in. long story short you know uh, long story short <laughs> you know, the, the sheriff gets upstairs in the church um and gets jack to chase him and while this is happening uh we notice that paul's outside dumping bottle after bottle of antifreeze into the back of his truck yeah he like so, throws like a tarp down and like starts just uh, emptying all the antifreeze he he can get his fucking hands on and i love how the antifreeze looks like it's like it's like a glowing green yeah um, dude it looks like radioactive <laughs> yeah it does it does <laughs> so they get up they're in the second story of the church and um you know, the sheriff gets jump scared by Jack. He runs into another room, shuts the door. Jack comes in and reforms and says, is it cold in here or is it just me? And <laughs> just once again, we're not making this shit up. There's are lines in the movie. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it. So he pins, um, he pins Sheriff up to the wall, and similar to the scene earlier where he's able to make projectiles fly out of, you know, icicle projectiles fly out of his hand, he pins uh, the Sheriff against the wall, and this icicle starts to grow out of his chest, yeah. piercing through the Sheriff's chest, too. It's and kind of like a, it's a little bit of like a slow, like like stab which is kind, yeah. of, kind of cool like you can like you, you know you know it's gonna happen and then like eventually you know like the icicle starts like gets to the sheriff's body and then like drills itself in, in and then it starts bleeding you know it's yeah i thought it was cool yeah uh, and he has this line where you know the sheriff looks to be dead and yeah. so he's sort of mocking the dead sheriff 
and says, I'm really looking forward to your wife, dead man. And right then you hear, but we forgot to mention that Paul on his truck has that really obnoxious, like, what was the, was it a, yeah, it's like one of those, like one of those kind of horns, like, like a fucking, like, like it's a goddamn like burrito truck or something like that. So Jack pulls up, or Paul pulls up, honks the horn. Sheriff opens his eyes. It's the cavalry asshole. It's the cavalry asshole. And he does, dude, it's like such a wild scene. He like, he like fucking basically like bear hugs the snowman and then just like <laughs> just like like he's like on the top of a cage or something just like takes like jumps out the window with jack frost yeah. right into the bed of antifreeze yeah and like he's like you know starts trying to drown jack he starts tra- you know he's like he's like at one point you see him like pummeling like what's left <laughs> of the snowman with his fists you know like that's gonna make a fucking difference and then he like you know eventually like jack's body like he like at well at uh one point like the sheriff kind of like pulls his hands up out of the antifreeze and like you see like snow mixed with like a bloody pulp and mm-hmm. so you're like you, you know he's you're like okay yeah jack's dead you got him yeah yeah but then one yeah <laughs> you look over like the, the sheriff looks over ryan is holding one of jack's arms Oh my god! And he's like, "Me forgetting an arm, dead or whatever the fuck, you know." <laughs> and, then, and then, boom! The snow arm like wraps itself around little Ryan, and like the sheriff like runs over, picks up this boy, and just like dunks him the into this did. truck bed of fucking Andy Free. Yeah, the mom actually is the one. Oh, it's the mom. You're right. Because he's the sheriff still in the back of the truck. She actually, for once, springs into action. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, drown, drown our kid in antifreeze. You know, I that's guess what I kept thinking. I mean, like, I get, I get that the antifreeze for some reason is the thing that's killing this uh, reanimated snowman serial killer. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but I kept thinking, I was like, dude, like, is nobody's skin on fire? Is nobody's eyes oh fucking God, burning? Yeah. Like, did, like, is fucked. nobody getting sick because they've accidentally ingested antifreeze from dunking their child in it? Like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, uh, that, I would yeah. not want to see them the next day or two but yeah so you oh. know he the he's being suffocated by the arm he gets thrown into the antifreeze and melts off jack is heard screaming in agony um so yeah it seems, yeah, it seems like they finally you know taking care of this mutant snowman killing machine yeah well because then you know after all that action it kind of picks up with like presumably like the morning, you know, following right. this, and right. uh, they're like bottling up the rest of the antifreeze from the truck mm-hmm. and burying it, burying it, yeah. Um, and while they're doing interesting so, choice. yeah, it was, it was like, I feel like you could have taking what? the water and maybe boil i don't know anyway we're, yeah. we're thinking too far of it but yeah, yeah for sure and there's see there's like a bunch of people there it's almost like a um uh uh like a uh, production line you know one person is filling the bottle up he's handing it to the next person who ends it to the next person who's throwing it into the grave and while they're doing this we see a bunch of police vehicles driving up and these are all the of manners men that are showing up way too late um yeah 
And then the then the movie ends with you know you see some dirt covered over the grave. The camera sort of pans down into this grave bed of antifreeze bottle, and once again they do look radioactive, like it's glowing. And out of nowhere, one of them starts bubbling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It leaves you. It leaves you on that classic hook where you're like, "Oh, this isn't over." (laughs) It's fucking cool. It was great. I just, I still think like a lot of movies are could use a sequel but i wonder what made them think like yeah we're gonna make a second one (laughs) dude that's yeah like this was one as unique as we'll we'll say as unique as of a movie as this is i would have never ended it be with the idea like we're gonna make another we're gonna make a follow-up like no no but they did but they (laughs) of course they did yeah the second one's pretty dreadful it's been a while since i've seen it um, but it's pretty dreadful. Yeah, this this movie this movie's fun though in a lot of ways. There's there's you know yeah yeah like we mentioned like the kind of unnecessary like sexual assault joke scene that they put in there Unne- was yeah. kind of you know just not needed. But like there's some funny fucking like obvious lines that get delivered. There's Right, you know, right. I mean, the fact that it's just about like some sort of genetically mutated serial killer turned snowman is just a fucking hilarious premise. Like, yeah, it's, it's like we said, it's it's unique. You know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. I wonder. You know, just kind of going back to what we we're talking about at the beginning. Like, I wonder if whoever made the family friendly, like if they had been in production or had been writing that movie before like it's just it's it's just such a wild coincidence almost yeah well it's like it's like this movie came out somebody was like that will not be jack frost's legacy and they (laughs) came up with a new one (laughs) (laughs) but like i mean you gotta be kidding me with like the idea that like a year after this movie another movie about a, a person turned a snowman comes right out. like you know right. not, there's what are the no, odds yeah, yeah not a coincidence <laughs> um overall uh david what would you uh what would you score this uh 1997 classic um i think that i would give it it's it's entertaining it's fun to like go back and watch every now and again because it definitely is one of those movies that i remember watching when i was younger and just be like dude this movie is outrageous but i enjoyed it so entertainment standpoint um you know uh, because of that entertainment standpoint i think i'm gonna rate it give it a look like it'll get get a ratings boost because that but i would say i'd probably give it like a like a 6.8 um a 6.8 I'm trying to think of something good here um a 6.8 randomly coming together with seven extension cords and six hair dryers uh I don't I can't think of anything clever today but yeah, yeah 6. 10, 8, I guess. 6.8 I would give it like a 6.8 out of 10 I get that man yeah you know like I, I agree with you like absolutely entertainment value is is pretty up there um you know i, I yeah 
I would, I, I'm not going to go more than six. I wouldn't give it like a seven out of 10. I, I'll give it like a, I'll give it a, a, a six out of 10. Six out of 10 uh, truck beds full of antifreeze. Uh, there we go. Because this movie, oh man, it like, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. It's just a fun like movie overall, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll it's just so redonkulous. Uh, and you, it does have a weird rewatchability to it because of that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, God, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it was also kind of like, you know, I forgot to mention this earlier in the movie. The character of Jack Frost, whether it's the snowman or the serial killer, is kind of interesting because even in the beginning of the movie where you're introduced to just the serial killer in the truck bed, he has these moments where he almost like interacts with the camera. And so it's like, he almost breaks that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of fun. I wouldn't call it necessarily like clever, but it's definitely fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's a movie that it, it, what, you know, it'd have been different if it was trying to take itself seriously. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent. And I feel like I will say this about this movie: I, I think if it wasn't for Jack Frost, um, I'm not sure if there would have been movies that came along like The Ginger Dead Man oh, or yeah. Thanks Killing or movies like that. Like I really think those movies have a lot to owe to the Jack Frost. That's just my opinion. No, that's a good call, man. I was, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause like, I, I definitely thought about Thanksgiving when, when thinking about like, uh, talking about this movie, <laughs> you know, I was sort of like, you know, it's not like as inherently shitty as Thanksgiving, but right. you're, you're absolutely right. Where like a movie like this led to movies like, like Ginger Dead Man and, and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I think because, so. because of, you know the approach you know they 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 did you know a horror a comedy horror movie and they mm-hmm. you know took something you just didn't think needed to be animated you know right right um yeah we might have to do a ginger dead man uh it's not a bad idea you know because i mean it's just outrageous like gary Busey's the ginger dead man <laughs> you know yeah, it's I mean? fucking but, ridiculous yeah but uh, yeah, fantastic, fantastic movie for you know to for the, oh, for the yeah. purpose of this podcast. It was like it was like Jack Frost is like like you said. I think you said at the beginning one of the movies we both kind of had in our minds where it was like this is the reason why we want to do a podcast yeah. like this. You know? it's a, it was a no brainer for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I do hope that you know maybe hopefully in the new near future we can do what we were planning to do for this that we, what we had planned for this episode, but you know, you got, oh, sometimes absolutely. you gotta, you gotta call an audible, but yeah. you know, it, it, it all worked out in the end. True. True. And we will get to that, that special, special treat eventually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, that being said, uh, I want to kind of end this episode with the thought of, you know, we, we said at the beginning, this is episode 75, which officially means that we're 25 episodes away from hitting the, the triple digits, <laughs> which is a big fucking deal. So, I think so too. You know, it's, it's been a great fucking ride so far. We'll continue to have fun with it. We'll continue to make episodes and, you know, we, uh, 
you know, even though we both just get like a like have a good time recording it, we also I I know we both just really appreciate anybody that's out there listening. So yeah, you know. not you know not only you know we're get we're getting closer to that a hundred episode uh, uh, milestone, but not only that, but we're also just a couple of months away from our two year anniversary, which is also fucking crazy to think about. So yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, it's crazy to think about. I'm thankful to think that, that it's, that yeah. it's, uh, it's been going and, you know, yeah. uh, just, uh, gratitude and good times for, for us and for everybody listening, you know? Yes, sir. Well, Hey, we'll, uh, we'll catch all you hot dogs or corn dogs or whatever kind of dog you are on the uh, next episode, episode 76. Six. Yeah. Getting down with that sickness. Okay. Yeah. We'll see well, you soon. We'll talk to you later.